welcome to the show, let's make moves Nothing's gonna stop us, it's not to get rough Turn the whole room up, it's never enough Let's go, 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 let's go What's going on? This is Ryan McRae with the Marketing Madness Podcast. This is episode nine. And we're going to talk about digital marketing going in 2022. So we're coming to the end of 2021. And well, we could say it's been a crazy ride to say the least with what's been going on. And, you know, it's really changed the dynamic of a lot of things uh, in business, including including marketing, but you know, also people who are not working in the office anymore. It's becoming almost the norm to be working from home, and you know, with the way marketing is going, there's a lot of things that, as a business owner, or a marketing company, or a marketing director of a company you need to be watching out for going into 2022. And that's, you know, there's a lot of things you got to be looking at, but marketing moves so quick, like things move really quick. You got to be able to adapt and that's nothing new, you know, being an entrepreneur or being a business owner or being a director or, or top management of a company. It's very important that you are keeping on top of, what your position entails so that you're not falling behind. Because if you fall behind, your competitors are going to get ahead and it's never a good thing. So, you know, I'm going to go over a few things that I think are going to be things that you need to take a look at, keep up to date with going into 2022. And, you know, I always say you never know until you try and the nice thing these days is that you have information from other businesses and technology that will give you uh, stats on marketing campaigns that have already happened, things that are in your niche uh, or your industry that will help you determine what you exactly do. So it almost saves you uh, the testing period of marketing campaigns. Now, with that said, that's not the final all say, and you just take that information and you just don't do any of that that comes back because maybe you tweak one thing and maybe it becomes the most lucrative thing that you've done. And, you know, there you go. So let, let's get into a few things that, you know, I personally think will take over. And the number one thing is, you know, the power of artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence has been prevalent in the digital marketing sector for quite some time now, but in the upcoming year, I believe companies will integrate a lot of AI-powered features in their SEO, their SMM, and a whole bunch of other digital marketing strategies. And, you know, AI technology can help companies conduct business forecasting and predictions for example, AI tools enable firms to analyze thousands of matrices to produce, you know, precise extrapolations for demand and growth forecasting. Um, you know, sectors like healthcare, finance, and other industries can use AI-powered tools to formulate digital strategies 
to attract and also retain their customers. I believe that businesses all around will rely more on AI tools than ever before for their digital process automation, um, you know, such as using conversational AI and robotic process automation, also known as RPA, to provide automated responses to customer queries. And, you know, if you're someone in a position that is, you know, working the chatbots or, or um, call center or whatever, yeah, I would start worrying. Um, those are positions that could definitely be taken over by AI here in the coming years. And, you know, people were saying, well, you know, it's never going to be the same as a real person. But I think AI definitely easily has the power to actually not only be as good as a real person, but be better. And I also think this is going to take part in the process of outreach for companies as well, um, where, you know, for example, a lot of companies will do cold outreach with, with video nowadays, you know, sending a company or a prospect an email with, with video content. And that's, it's great. It, It has a lot better response than just a written email. But I think in the near future here, AI will be able to do all that um, by itself. I, I think you're gonna you're gonna put in the information originally, and who you're trying to reach out to, who, who's your audience, and I think keeping your AI is going to find your audience better than you will, and your AI will be able to reach out to those, and I think they're gonna actually AI will be able to personalize the message it's going to be able to run through that company or that prospect um on a very personable basis and be able to look at everything way quicker than you or i could and be able to send a very personable cold outreach email i think this is very um what's the word i think it's very much in the making and in the coming that this will be a everyday process for businesses i i think you know outreach and communications with clients are going to just be more and more ai so going into 2022 you really really got to keep up with ai and if you have not looked into things that you could, you know, hand over to AI, I would start looking. And, you know, I've, I've talked to business owners and, and entrepreneurs and people who have small businesses. And, and, you know, a lot of people in this position, they're all about keeping jobs for people. And I totally understand that. I, I for one, I want to keep my employees. I don't want to throw my employees under the bus. I don't want to kick them to the curb. However, it comes down to business is business. And if you don't do it, your competitors will, you'll fall behind and then you just have a, don't, you don't have a business altogether. And then you and your workers or employees are out of work. So it's a bad thing altogether. Number three, or sorry, number two, content is just going to get more and more powerful. And well, putting out a lot of, content on a regular basis or consistently is good. Google 
in particular is going to want, and they're going to pri prioritize quality content instead of just putting out very basic thin content that's not really giving any great experience or any great information or any intent it's going to be just kind of thrown in the trash and google's going to really prioritize uh, quality content which in, in you know that can vary a lot of people just think well then i just got to write a long form blog post of four or five thousand words and you know if you do research in your category and you know, people are not reading more than 500 words of content on a regular basis. Well, your 4,000 word blog post is not going to do much. And you're probably going to have a pretty high bounce rate because people are going to get bored. But if it's something in a sector where people are really conducting research and your blog post has really good information, uh, a good example is like a recipe that, you know, you go into detail the right ways talking about the ingredients that people are going to be using in the recipe and you know for example talking about why one potato is better than the other potato to use in a certain recipe you know things like where people it's actually useful to to go on and read then that could be something but if you're going on you know if somebody wants a uh, what's a good example if somebody is looking for a laptop let's say there are two different scenarios here. There could be a, you know, you could write a piece of content that is long, like 5,000 words. And this could be a good piece of content at the start of the client's journey of searching for a laptop. Because at that point, they're probably looking at different laptops. And if you're providing a piece of content that's comparing three different laptops that are comparable laptops, but different brands... Well, that person or, or those people probably or that audience is probably going to read your content because it's almost giving content in one piece of content that they'll, they would have to look at three different pieces of content elsewhere. So, however, if you are getting the, that same audience at the end of their um, cycle of looking to or process of buying a laptop and they're like, OK, we kind of know what we want now. We've narrowed it down. And, you know, you're writing a transactional piece of content. You're not going to want it as long. People kind of already have made the decision. You're, you're working on a shorter piece of content that is, <clears throat> sorry, you're trying to, you know, give the final persuasion to that, to those who are looking for the laptop. So, you know, the same thing could be used in two different ways is what I'm trying to get at here. That's what you really got to look at. You got to look at deeper than just, you know, people looking at laptops. There's different there's different points of the buying process that people are at. Some people are at the very beginning where they're just starting to look at laptops. Others are like, okay, you know, I kind of want to go out tomorrow and buy this laptop. You know, I'm going to have one more quick look. And, you know, that piece of content there is going to be different than at the beginning of the process. So, you know, you got you to gotta look at that. Um, the other thing that, I'm going to be looking at and I think is going to be very, very important for businesses, for marketing is just the, the complete domination of digital. You know, these last couple of years, people, you know, if they didn't believe in digital or digital marketing or being online uh, before, it, it's pretty darn hard not to believe that digital 
is the way things are going now. Just with the amount of purchases on Amazon and, you know, these QR codes and the way things are being tested or, or you're being, uh, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you get scanned or whatever to go in, um, you know, there's just a lot of things that every day, you know, for that, but 10 years ago, you would have had to carry around a piece of paper or a card. But now the government is actually saying, okay, you have to have your phone, your digital phone, you, you, sorry, your smartphone digitally. You got to have the QR code for that restaurant to let you in. So, you know, just everyday things that used to not be online are now online. And believe me, I've worked with a few clients who are very stuck in their old ways of, you know, and they kind of give themselves the excuse of, well, everyone else is going online. So why don't I just stay offline and collect all those people? Well, what people, right? Like who isn't online? You know, the point zero zero one percent that is not online now, like, you know, the only person I've come across in the last couple of years that don't have a smartphone is my mother. She has a flip phone still. And believe me, every time I see her, I try to talk her into getting a regular, what I call a regular phone for this day and age, because, you know, she has trouble sending me pictures. She wants to send me a picture and she has to send it to my dad. And my dad then has to send it to me with his um, iPhone. So, you know, there's just everyday things that she cannot do because she doesn't have the phone, right? And it's just, you know, gets out of the way now because so many things are going that way where you need it. Um, the other thing too is that videos uh, are becoming so much more uh, important for, for marketing, but also it, there's so much more engaging with, with your your audience, so if you're not using video, you're just missing out tons because one of your competitors will be, and they're going to really stand out. So if you can do some good video content, it's really starting to stand out. And, you know, video isn't new, right? Like TVs, when you're watching your show or your sport, commercials, right? Commercials are video. And if you see a an ad, a written ad somewhere in a newspaper or the coffee news flyers that you get at the coffee stores or whatever. And like, what are you going to remember? Are you going to remember the commercial, like the, like the video, the commercial that you saw that is a well thought out, funny or memorable commercial, or are you going to remember maybe a picture? Sometimes there's a picture with it, but, or the text that's in your coffee news when you're drinking your coffee. For me, I remember tons of commercials because they've either been funny or memorable, or for example, like TELUS, Right when you see a video of an animal with a white screen, you know it's Telus, and they've done it so well that now if you see anything else like a, a non-video ad, um, a billboard or a bench ad or whatever with the white background and the animal, you don't even have to see the right. You know it's Telus. They've done such a good job at it. Um, so video is very very important. I, I push it all, all my clients. We use it in all of our campaigns. Video is important. If you're going to do ads, social media ads, video, do not do a, you can do image too. Image is okay, but video, you're going to get a better response. I'm telling you already do video. 
And I'm the other thing I got to tell you is that, that clients get scared because they're like, oh, my God, it's going to be like thousands of dollars. We're going to have to produce this video. We're going to have to edit this video, blah, blah, blah. Y- you don't. A small business, if you can go out there and do a raw video and make it, you know, reasonable or, or make it good in the way that people can relate, you're, you're going to do great. It doesn't have to be a professionally done video that costs thousands and thousands of dollars. Look, if you're smart, if you're a startup business, put put yourself on the camera or, or put one of your employees on the camera or take a video of your store or take a video of your product in, in motion or, you know, do something. Show it off. It's video. People are willing to watch video. And if you can do it good, you're going to get some really good results. And that's only going to grow in 2022. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, YouTube is going to become bigger than ever in 2022, I believe. Uh, TikTok's going to continue to grow. TikTok has exploded, but it's going to continue to grow. There's Google's actually now displaying TikTok videos in search results. You're not going to see it so much today, but and they've already started. But in the future, going into 2022 here, it's just going to grow that way. So, so build TikTok. If you're a startup business, the one social media channel that you should be starting on is TikTok. You're going to get the best response. You're going to get the most views out of any social media platform. So get on TikTok. It's very important. Now, though, I'm going to keep it to those. I know I, I, I took a very quite, about a month break of, of my last podcast, and that's just because our agency here, you know, exploded for this, for this time of the holidays. I got a little sick there for a week. So I apologize. I haven't been on for about a month, but we're going to continue making podcasts and I'm going to continue coming out. I want to continue helping businesses, business owners. All I'm doing is sharing what I've learned personally. I, you know, I don't talk about what I haven't gone through either myself or with clients and, you know, starting a business in 2022, you know, this time of year or this, you know, if, if you're alive right now and you are wanting to start a business, this is the time to do it. Like there's, if you're waiting for the right time, there's, there's no better time. There's no, there's going to be no better time right now is a great time to do it. There's so much potential. It is so easy to get known, get your brand out there for very minimal cost. So 2022, take advantage of it. It's coming up quick. We're already December 14th. If you're looking to start something, reach out. I'll help you. You know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you some guidance if you need it. I'm always willing to help. It, it's, it's this is truly my passion. So. You know, I'm always willing to chat. You know, this is, I'm super busy right now, but, uh, you know, even if we have to talk in the new year, um, you know, if you're looking to start something, that's what you got to do too. Like, th- that's what I've learned from my own experiences as well, is you just got to ask, reach out, ask someone, you know, if you know someone that's done something already, go ask them. They're usually willing to talk. You know, there's going to be the, the the one asshole or the one person that just doesn't want to talk. Well, whatever. Go talk to the next person then. So I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening. This is the Marketing Madness Podcast. I'm going to continue doing podcasts from here on in. I'm going to really try and get some interviews going. So if you 
are a listener and you're in the marketing space, or if you are a business owner and want to talk on my podcast, I would love to have you. I'm always looking to talk to new people. This podcast is to, you know, not only share my knowledge, but also talk with others who have, you know, experienced things or experienced success with certain marketing strategies in certain industries or whatnot. So, you know, always willing to chat and looking forward to hearing from some of you. So until our next episode, again, this is episode nine, digital marketing in 2022. This is what I think. This is what I thought. I told you guys, hold my word to it. Just kidding. Don't hold my word to it. But I strongly agree that what I said is is going to happen in 2022. So anyways, guys, have a great one. If you're starting a business, do it. Or if you want to start a business, do it. I'm telling you, just start it. Just do it. The worst thing that can happen is you fail, learn from it, do something else. Okay, guys, have a good Christmas. If I'm not on another podcast, until then, have a great holiday. Happy New Year. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye for now.